today's topic is forgotten medical dramas. Oh Here my we're God. talking about Chicago Hope. Did Mandy Patinkin leave in the series? We love Quincy. Quincy was not forgotten. That's not even funny. <laughs> what about hospital? What about emergency? emergency? You didn't even do the proper intro, by the way. Welcome to Bonehead. Now you stole my line. It's Welcome to Bonehead. <laughs> That's better. That's right up Joe Lewis. Man, my name's Joe. <laughs> I got a beard. Welcome to Bonehead. I do quaaludes. <laughs> I keep a minnow cheese stuck on my chin. Start, <laughs> start the credits. I think we broke Haley. We're going to need another Haley. You're trembling the camera. You're Michael J. Fox in the camera. We're going to need another Haley. Hey, I'm holding on to it. Too soon. You're Audrey Hepburn. Yo, my not It's Catherine Hepburn. You're not Audrey. Holy shit, that is true. Sorry. totally forgot. Fine, you Janet reno the camera. Is that better? No. I love Gene Reno. Oh, my God, the professional. Leon. Leon. We all know his best movie was Godzilla. We all know that he deserved to be punched <laughs> go, in the go, face. Go, go, Godzilla. Nature points out again and again the, the folly of man. Do we start over? watching this show. No, I say we just keep on no, going. No, let's roll. So she, you can fix this in post. <laughs> <laughs> She's Are you going to shake the, the camera again? <laughs> <laughs> this would be where the camera should go back and forth and say, no, I'm not fixing any no. of this. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Maybe. <laughs> so now that we're hurt against Nemesis, what we're talking about today is... is Batman villains. So I don't know a lot about comic books. Or women. Or life. life. Time. Uh, basically the meaning of it all. Oxygen. Always have to come up and smack him upside the head. <laughs> Breathe. Breathe. <laughs> I'm going to go all Dennis Hopper blue velvet on these people. <laughs> Anyway, we're talking about Batman villains. We're not talking about Batman. We're I talking Bat about his villains. I said Batman villains. And not only, I know. Well, let's say we're not only villains. We are actually talking about some. If you just watch the movies, you know Joker. You know Two Face. You know Dasher. Well, the face. You know Dasher. You know Dancer. You know Donder and Blitz. <laughs> Donder. 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 Donner, Don't get your Donder known. up, James. <laughs> he's one of the lesser known Batman. <laughs> no, so you know the ones that end up in movies a lot, but we're going to talk about some of the other ones. Like yeah. what? The Joker? I've never seen the Joker. I think. How like, about the Penguin? We're going to talk mm. about about at least one very popular. Mr. Freeze. A few obscure. A one at least one terrible one. The because I'm going to talk about the terrible one. Screw you. And if it ain't Frank Gorshin, it ain't shit. <laughs> I mean that is a pretty good Riddler for his yeah, time. Yeah. What I but for I it's to... time. It's timeless. He doesn't own it. oh yeah, screwed up my but words. I, but no, um, I think I think with Batman villains, the one thing is I'm just everybody loves Batman. But everybody loves Batman, but I really think everybody loves Batman because of the villains. Well, well yeah, the villains are much more interesting. And we've talked about this before. If you didn't have the villains, you, Batman would be boring as hell. So the thing is, is that I'm not the other two are the big comic book geeks. I'm is that much a bad more joke? well, I mean tons of fun. But I am a huge film geek, and I, of course, love Batman. There's several Batman movies I love, and I always say to them that melodrama is only as good as your villain, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. A melodrama is only as good as your villain. you got a great villain, you got a great melodrama. Batman, probably the only thing that comes close to Spider-Man for villains. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? Um, James is going to talk... Not Superman. Well, James is going to bring this up, but... Say, 
before James knows to his list, I'm going to argue before it because I don't know what James, James has a list. He's going to check of it. Popular gal, rogues galleries, but I say, in terms of of heroes, that the only Pete, the only two heroes that compete with Batman in terms of villains is Spider Man and the Flash. What? Okay, even well, above he, Superman. Yeah, I Superman has some lame villains in my opinion. Oh. Lex Luthor. That's the only good one though. Brainiac. I don't. I think Brainiac's lame. And then you got Metallo. You got you got Bizarro. But you got the parasite. You didn't say it right. It's Bizarro. No, it's just not. It's just Bizarro. It's, it's just Bizarro. Bizarro. <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, so James. So giving credit where it's due. Newsarama, which is a geek news site. Do it again. But they no, don't do it again. Not yet. Wait, save it. Save it. Don't lose your voice doing it now. Newsarama, which is a geek news site. Don't say. Did a survey and they asked people and they did some research and they rated the top ten rogues galleries. And I thought we should do these to kick it off while All we're right. going Batman. Do it. But they did such a great job because they went across not only comic books, we're talking about in media. Right. I love number ten because I didn't see it coming. Number ten, Darkwing Duck. When there's well, that is pretty good. DW. Yeah. <laughs> that his villains, if you I mean, if you get into that world, the villains that he has you have Quackenbush, you have Negaduck, you Didn't have... Didn't you date a Quackenbush, or is that your cousin? <laughs> Megavolt? Yeah, see, No, Quackenbush. No. <laughs> no, he dated Megavolt. <laughs> <laughs> Ran the battery straight down on oh, The sparks flew. Um, Who's number nine? Number nine, Daredevil. What is number nine? Daredevil is number what? nine. What? He has, like, two. Kingpin, oh, Bullseye. Yeah. Yeah, those are the two. Uh, Mr. Fear, the owl, and the other thing that uh, they talk about... Did you see that owl? <laughs> the other thing that they talk about so stupid. is that, um, because, again, it's his character outside when he's Matt Murdock that he ends up actually often facing them in court, so it's that dual layer and that's yeah. how the villains are more interesting. Uh, number eight is Iron Man. Okay. Uh, what? Gypsy Danger. Mandarin, <laughs> yeah, the Mandarin and Ironmonger, Crimson Dino. Well, and th they argue there that if danger. you're of the time period, that his villains all come from the Cold War. So if you grew up in the '80s, you identify with them. Yeah. Mm. Um, so Alvin number Drago, number seven. Yeah. James Bond. Yeah. Odd Job, uh, Blofeld. Blofeld. <laughs> I thought you're going to go somewhere totally um, different. How Jaws. is Bond? But how? This is how is. <laughs> so James did Bond? Haley. She's laughing. How is James Bond a superhero? No, no, this is just rogues galleries. Oh, I, okay. I would say James Bond is a superhero. Obviously, he keeps, in a sense of, he doesn't have powers, but neither does Batman. Yeah. Okay. Number six, they gave it to Superman, and they based it on Lex Luthor is the mental rival. <sighs> um, Bizarro Zod. They said Zod was a Zod is, one of, Zod is one of the lamest villains out of any What was his name again? Zod, you should bow before Zod. No, the one before that? Uh, Bizarro. Bizarro! <laughs> uh, Metallo, they say Parasite, and they also talk about um, Toy Man. That Toy Man is just a creepy Okay, character. yeah, Toy Man, yeah. I've always forget about I Toy like Man. I like that show where he went around to the Collins collected toys. Number five, I thought you would appreciate, Chad, Dick Tracy. Oh, yeah. That Dick that's, Tracy, that's as far Dick as Dick Tracy has a lot of cool villains. Oh, he does. Prude face, flat Pud face, Pud pocket, <laughs> the Pud puller. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pud Whacker. Why did we do a show with Joe again? I have no idea. I haven't done one in a while. This is our first show with no one on it in a long time. Yeah. Uh, number four was Fantastic Four. And they ah. based that on Doctor Doom, but Galactus. 
and the fact that it's one of the first ones that had interdimensional villains. I guess, but again, that's like... And what's again, the problem with Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull? Interdimensional beings. Uh, and they say the scrolls and, and Annihilus. Like and killer ants for some reason. But otherwise, you nailed the list. Uh, number three was the Flash. Uh, Why the Flash? They argue that it's the because it's it's science out of control. Well, well I don't the know Flash, any Flash the villains. The Flash so has such an amazing array of wonderful villains. You got, and some of them have goofy names. But if you look at the characters, are Captain Cold, Mirror Master, Weather Wizard, um, Heat Heat Wave, Heat Stroke. The ones that they named, you actually um, start the top. Naming, you start naming some of them. Captain I'm Cold, usually the bottom. Um, toy, uh, not Toy Man, a Trickster. That's actually, you named most of the ones on their list. They say the ones that swayed them were Captain Cold, Gorilla Grodd. Yeah, Grodd. Uh, Mirror Master, Boomerang, and Trickster. Yeah, Captain but, Boomerang. Is Captain Boomerang's the same one from that shitty movie we watched. Suicide yeah, yeah, Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did him completely wrong. That's one of the reasons I hate that movie. But, yeah, so they argue that uh, of all these and, lists, you can see things of And with time. The Flash, they are all connected. They all they all work together to to destroy the Flash. They're 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 a well knit team of fully dysfunctional psychopaths. It's really it's a really great sounds like an episode of Bonehead. Yes, I was and gonna then, say and, and the thing about the Flash that works really well, even if you don't read the comics, is if you just watch the Flash show, while not perfect, they do play around with that. You get to see the Legends of Tomorrow where Captain Cold, yeah, and uh, yeah. So, um, what's number two? Two is Batman. Batman. And the number one is going to be, I'm assuming, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And the reason they... And they Why argue... Spider-Man went over Batman? They say Batman and Spider-Man. Here's their argument. They say it's getting... It's close to the point of arguing Star Trek versus Star Wars in that they are almost interchangeable. It depends on what mood you're in. What they finally gave Spider-Man the odds are is that, like you were saying earlier, Batman is only as interesting as his villains. What's interesting about Spider-Man is we know the full history of almost all of his villains. We understand why they're angry. I, I disagree, and I'll tell you why. And this is just from an outsider looking in who just has seen, have read a few books, seen most of the movies, and I enjoy most of the movies. N Batman wins because there's no better comic book villain than the Joker. Yeah. What's better than the Joker? I would say, and, and, and you may I have agree. a preference. You may have someone you like better. I, I've enjoyed other I villains. I think the problem with the Joker. What is more iconic? No. How about I phrase it that way? Okay, I was going to say, because I think the problem with the Joker and the reason that the Joker changes over time, and that's why I always argue with people. People are like, I like the Heath Ledger Joker better than the Jack Nicholson. I'm like, no, no. The Jack Nicholson Joker is the Joker of the 80s. Yes. And the Heath Ledger is much more like now. And that's the problem with the Joker as an ongoing character is that, you know, we know, if you read the comics, he knows Batman's Bruce Wayne. He just doesn't care. And he doesn't want to kill Batman. He just wants to drive him crazy. Yeah. And it's that, and, and that's one of the, when I talk about one of the characters I'm going to talk about later, at one point he teams up with the Joker and the Joker even looks at him and goes, no, no, you're going too far. Because the Joker doesn't want death. He wants chaos. And he views that, so I think that's one of the challenges of that character. And I think for a lot of Spider-Man fans, the reason a lot of people hate Spider-Man 3 is Venom. Because mm -hmm, he's of Venom. And, yeah. and because Venom is... Venom. And Sam Raimi didn't want to do Venom anymore. No, he didn't. That was all the and, studio. And Venom is one of the characters that he is not the equal of the Joker, but he doesn't want to hurt people either. He just wants to kill Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man ruined Eddie Brock's life, got him fired from the job that he loved, took away, he lost his wife, he lost everything, and he just wants to kill Spider-Man and sometimes eat him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And there's and he'll save and other people. Who doesn't want to do that? So anyway, no, I whether but, it be Andrew Garfield or Toby <laughs> Maguire, yeah. they all look tasty and so scrumptious. So if he starts going num 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 Toby Maguire, mm, we need to num num yeah. num num num. He's we a vegetarian. I wonder what that tastes like. <laughs> Have you been eating too much broccoli, Toby? <laughs> Did you have pineapple, Toby? Three <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. people out in the audience are going to get that joke. So should so, we get started on so Batman? So anyway, I was about to say, so we'll get into Batman, but I yeah, agree. Yeah, we 42 minutes in. It's, uh, I think it depends on what you're looking for, but I, I do think you can go back and forth with the two. Yeah. It's not 42, it's 12. Anyway, you want to go first? Saying, this episode may run long, so bear in with it. Um, well, I'm going to start out I'm going to start out with probably the most, uh, the most popular the one out of here. all of our list. And Joe already poo-pooed on him, but I'm going to talk about it because he's actually my favorite character. He has been since I was a child. The Riddler. I love the Riddler. I'm just being an asshole. Okay. I don't have anything to add to this other than I really yeah. do love... And I, I, I enjoy Jim Carrey's version of it. It's yeah. fun when I was a kid. Well, I'm going to get into everybody who's... I'm nothing's gonna, better than I'm going to get into everybody who's played the Riddler here in a minute. Sorry. But, but I agree with Joe in that the, the Joker is the perfect villain. And the, the, the most the, iconic, the probably. most iconic, and the Riddler is just my preference. It's it, uh, no, ever I, since but, Super Friends and the Bat and Adams West Batman, ha, the Riddler has been my favorite here, villain. I was say, what the, the thing with the Riddler is, whereas the Joker is chaotic, the Riddler is highly organized. Yes, and he just wants to prove who's smartest. Not yeah. even who's smartest. He wants to see if Batman can solve it. Yeah, he's he has no real powers other than being highly intellectual, and he has a compulsion to leave riddles and clues of his crimes, encouraging Batman to come find <coughs> him. In some way, he wants to be stopped. Yes. So, um, but, but he wants to be stopped by someone who's his equal. But you know, to give you a brief <coughs> background, the Riddler was created in 1948 by Bill Finger, and if you don't know who Bill Finger is, Bill Finger is the man who created Batman, not Bob Kane. Oh, really? Yes, Bill Finger um, was basically left in obscurity and not only did he create most of batman's rogues he created batman if you want um there's a great documentary out yep. there called uh, batman and bill mm -hmm. about bill finger and basically how he um just fell into obscurity and, and i believe he he died broke and poor and bob kane did... got all this credit for creating batman when bob kane original batman was just a guy in red tights with with wings and a mask that was it Bill Finger took the character and drew, drew, made Batman Batman. So um, Bob King created the character, the name Batman. Batman, yeah. But but the one you think of is all Bill Finger. Yeah, and yeah. so and um, the imagery is Bill. And, Finger. And, yeah. and as of about five or six years ago, the the Finger family finally won a lawsuit. And it, and when you see future movies or in comic books, you now see Batman created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger. Okay, good. Um, so they gave the finger to Bob Kane. But he, yeah, he first appeared in Detective Comics 140. He was waiting for 20 minutes for that. Yeah, I actually just popped into my head because I had brain damage. <laughs> Drain damage? Yeah. Drain damage! And there's this I knew he was going to do it. I knew this I know, this is fascinating because I didn't know about William Falange. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Bill Finger. Bill Finger, too. No, seriously. <laughs> His son, his son Knuckle, is <laughs> finally getting some money. His five but, knuckle um, son. He appeared in Detective Comics 140 for the first time, and what a lot of people don't, and, and you know, it's no surprise if you look at the Riddler and his character. He was actually a C-list villain. Uh huh. And he actually disappeared from comics for a full 20 years after his first appearance. Now that happened to the Joker too, right? It happened to the Joker. He did. I don't think he disappeared for as long as the no, Riddler but he did. was gone for 15, 16 years yeah. before they brought him back. And um, the only reason the Riddler became relevant again was Adam West Batman. 
that brought so him they back. pulled him out of obscurity for the, that. They brought him out of obscurity for that sh- that TV show. Um, now, who all has betrayed him? Frank Gorshin. Nobody's better than Frank Gorshin. You know I, who else appeared in the, the, the Adams West? John Aston. John Aston. I forgot. Now you're absolutely um, right. But it's but it, no one remembers John Aston. Nobody so. does. It's always I love, but it's one of the most common pictures he signs is him as the Riddler. He he talked about that in an interview that. Gomez, of course, is number one, but he said that non-Gomez, uh, or uh, he, he said it's getting really close to where people are in, obsessed Haley. with him being um, the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he did it so few times. Um, he also, Jim Carrey, obviously, in Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey Michael Smith in Gotham, which I think is an excellent portrayal of the Riddler. Okay. Um, he's really great in that show. He's probably, in my opinion, well, yeah, he's probably the best one in that show in terms of villains. Especially as he's evolved into the Riddler over mm-hmm. the past three or four seasons. Are you like him better than you do the Penguin? Yes. Okay. Because he, the Penguin, to me, is one-dimensional in that show, where the Riddler has slowly evolved into this psychotic... I've only watched so many of them, and I really think my, my, my thing is skewed because, what's his face, Robin Lord Taylor was such a nice guy. Yeah. But and he's good in it. It's just, and I love. No, he him. was just a nice guy. And you know, it was it was a it was he's a better. Toss would bet- you rather? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> it was a toss between the Riddler and the Penguin for me because those are two of my mm-hmm. my iconic. Uh, but I went with the Riddler. Um, now, who all has voiced the Riddler? Um, let's talk about the most important one. Mine and Haley's favorite, John Glover, in Batman the Animated Series. Um, you good? John Michael Higgins uh, uh, did it in Batman: The Brave and the Bold. Dave Franco. In Young Justice, Robert England. I did. This is the least, my least favorite portrayal of the Riddler in the Batman animated universe. The uh, Batman. In the Batman, he he was like a psychotic serial, like scary, creepy guy who didn't even look like the Riddler. He had long black hair, oh, some oh, weird yeah. tights that looked like there was only half on. It was very weird. Um, then so meta. You got Wally Wingert in the Batman versus Two Face animated, uh, one of the Batman video games, and Conan O'Brien. Was the voice of the Riddler in Lego Batman? The Lego Batman movie? Yes. Um, now, um, a few of my favorite uh, stories of with the Riddler in it. That's something else I want to talk about is how he's featured in the comic books. Um, and there's going to be a trend between all the characters I have on my list, and I didn't even notice it until after I because I picked out my villains first. I'm like, I'm talking about this one. I'm talking about this one. I'm talking about this one. And as I did my research, I'm like, <coughs> holy crap, there's a connection. And here's the connection. Uh, the first one is Batman Hush. If you haven't seen, read that story arc... Stop talking about me! <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, Green Arrow, City Walls. Green Arrow was tied into most of the com- the most of the characters I'm bringing into. I didn't even realize it until mm-hmm. after I picked them out. Um, it's really great, and the Riddler actually gets one up on, Green Arrow. It's a great story. Um, Batman, Run, Riddler, Run. I don't know if you've read that one. It was from the, I believe, early 90s, late 80s, where basically the Riddler's on the run and Batman's trying to catch him. And then um, this was only, this wasn't really a story. It was just one comic book. Another one of my favorite obscure comic book heroes is The Question. I don't know how you feel about The Question. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm neutral. <laughs> I mean, it's... But, um, it leaves a lot unanswered. But basically, uh, The Question actually outsmarts the Riddler Basically, by every time the Riddler wants to one up the question, he wants the question to suffer. He keeps asking him these questions because he's going to kill somebody, and if he doesn't answer his Riddler's riddles, he's going <coughs> to kill the person. What does the question do? He comes back with more questions. He just he questions him to the point of 
the Riddler breaks down and, and has an anxiety attack and can't commit the crime. Mm. So it, it, if you read the comic, it's a great back and forth between the Riddler and the question. Okay. James, what you got? All right. Mine are more obscure, and it's because I didn't want to... I mean, obviously we talked about it already, the Joker, all of those. But I like characters that sometimes don't appear too often, but they're just so warped. Because to me, Batman, when he actually has trouble dealing with is it... Is he going with Egghead? Is much more... No, here's an interesting piece of trivia. Egghead was graded for the Adam West series. Yes. Didn't actually appear in the comic book until the late 80s. Hmm? So Vincent Price actually originated the character of Egghead. No, but I'm going with... And these are more obscure, but I like the darker... And that's what... I, I like the darker origins. And the fact that Batman, to me, when he almost is dealing with... Um, somebody referred to it as his black file. The cases that are so messed up or mm -hmm. almost supernatural. Those are the ones that fascinate me. So I looked at some of the darker characters. This one has nothing supernatural about it, but it's just fascinating to me. Is Tally Man. Stupid name. His biggest weapon was a banana. Uh, <laughs> Tally me banana. banana. Yeah, see that. Did you realize that come joke? And I wanna go home. No, Tally Man has one of the darkest. Tally Man has one of the darkest origins of a Batman villain. Yeah, I didn't. When you said when we initially discussed we were going to do the show, that was the first thing out of your mouth was I'm bringing up Tally Man. Tally so Man. I had to Google him. You didn't know and, him? No, I never even heard of this guy. Tally Man, and he, he is creepy as times. heck. Tally Hell, Man, why did I say heck? Uh, Tally Man dresses Hell, as, as an old school 1880s tax collector. Black robe, all the, none of it makes any sense. But his origin is this. When he was a kid, his father took money from the wrong, or borrowed money from the wrong people. And they came to get their interest every week. Well, eventually his father couldn't, didn't have it, and they killed his father. Mm -hmm. His father's dead. Well, then they kept coming to his mother. And they and Tally Man, when you first see him in his in the comics, when it flashes back to him, he literally is wearing rags. He doesn't have anything, and he's begging his mother to please not give the last of their money. And she says everybody has to pay their Tally Man. They come, they take the money. Well, the next week they have no money. They're starving, and when he comes, the mother says to these basically the thugs that come to get the money, "We don't have it," and so they start beating his mother. Well, he loses his mind, grabs the nearest thing, and they're in the impoverished area. They're basically living on the street, and he finds an old fireplace poker. Mm -hmm. And he beats, at 12 years old, he beats the people beating his mother to death. Please come. They send him to juvie. Those thugs must have been really dumb. Uh, hey, he's hitting me with a poker. Well, no, he's better he, than a banana. Hey, he, thug number two, I'll just sit here and watch until he's done. Well, no, it's technically one guy, I guess. But okay. he and he took the sharp spot, and the first place he hit him was the side of the ear, so it actually you see the... Okay. Through the ear. Um, and then he pulls it out and does it repeatedly, and he won't stop. Well, he goes to Juvie, and people find out what happened while he's there, that he beat somebody up for attacking his mother. And what do these juvenile delinquents do? They start calling him a mama's boy. Hold on. Best death by a fire poker. Serial mom. <laughs> All through the house. Uh, Tales from the Crypt Christmas episode. Nope. Serial mom. All can't, through the house. I can't get this liver off it. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway. It's <laughs> pretty funny, by the so, way. <laughs> so they call him a mother's boy. They do all this stuff. He finally gets out of juvie. He he wants to be rehabilitated. He finally realizes he can get above everything else. And he goes to find his mother. And his, he had a sister. And that's why he was worried they'd also hurt his sister. What happens? His sister starved to death. Sounds like Sweeney Todd. His wife, or I'm sorry, his mother, 
So you, you have maintained a child. His um, mother commits suicide. God, is this going anywhere? So Riddle me this. His mother is dead. His sister is dead. And when he realizes that, that nobody's left to pay the tally man, he just decides he's going to become the tally man. But he doesn't care about money. He's going to take souls. He's going to kill people. And so he starts... Originally, he, he finds the people that killed him, or killed his mother, who are now old and all that. And he just kills them. And he keeps going. And then he finally actually ends up working more or less for the mob himself. But his only requirement is if you call him, he doesn't take money. He'll, he'll make sure you get your money. But he's going to kill whoever you send him after. And he identifies himself with Batman. Because Batman writes wrongs. And all he's doing is balancing the books. And so he becomes obsessed with Batman. He fights Batman and Batman beats him. Which upsets the book. So he has to kill Batman now. And that's his obsession. Later on, he teams up with Two-Face because he sees Two-Face as also being even. So Tallyman is one of the most warped minds because he doesn't care as long as Eve views the world as even. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. So when did he Why don't you say Bizarro five more times, Joe? Because we've got a lot of show left to do. Has you don't want to give it all to him up there. Because I've never seen him. He has been... He, he popped up in his origin story and he actually... And that's why I liked him was... He Batman couldn't figure him out because he follows his own code, and once just again, just like Dexter. Once again, as if he believes you owe something, he kills you. Just like and there's Dexter. no, there's no negotiation. There's no oh, I'll pay my debt. See you. If he was uh, if he was Boba Fett, Han Solo would have been dead. Jeez. Mm. Okay. And he, he has no remorse, nothing, because the books are balanced in his mind. So Batman had a hard time figuring out who he was. So I think he was in a four issue story arc. And then he came back as a supporting character for Two Face, and at the end he catches Two Face, but Tallyman escapes, and so it says. And I think when he escapes, he Batman even says he goes, he'll balance. You know, he 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 won't be gone for long. He'll have to balance everything. Huh. But he fought. Um, he he fought Batman, and since he wants Batman dead, he fought Azrael when Azrael okay. was Batman, and then when Dick Grayson took over as Batman, he fought him. And he and uh, when he started to realize that because the fighting styles were different, um, that it wasn't the same person. He his his logic was it doesn't matter. I've got to kill Bat the Bat. Whoever the Bat is is who deserves to die at the time. Huh. Mm. So mine's kind of my next one's kind of in the same line, um, sorta. Uh, my next one is called uh, Onomatopoeia. Bang. On who? Bang. So James, crash, what? zoom. <laughs> so James, what is onomatopoeia? It's Chad. That's a uh, language phenomenon where the word is spelled the way that it sounds, and it's actually representing a sound itself. Like bang, zoom. So this is a <laughs> onomatopoeia is a serial killer villain. Um, he was actually created by Kevin Smith, and mm. it is that Kevin Smith. Um, who is, in my opinion, one of the best comic book writers out there. He doesn't write enough comic books. He's actually Oh, really? Written... You think he's... Yes. Uh, by far. Every every comic book he's written, I've, in, I've delved you into. You okay? You getting, and I'll, I'll getting enough, enough of that reanimator juice enough, over he, there? Uh, Doctor... Uh... He's wrote, um, out of James's list of rogues, he's wrote three of them. He's wrote for Daredevil, he's wrote for Batman, and he's wrote for Spider-Man. And, and he's Arrow, in the Daredevil right? movie. And he's in the Daredevil movie, unfortunately. And Green Arrow, right? Not the good Daredevil. Huh? Did yeah. he write for Green... Didn't you like yes, Green, Green Arrow? Arrow? Yes, Green Arrow. Yes. That's actually the Green Arrow run of Kevin Smith is actually what got me back into comic books as an okay. adult. Um, so Quiver? Yeah, one yeah, one was called Quiver, yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to remember. No, 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 you're right. I'm sorry. 
Everybody leave me alone. <laughs> Herbert West. But uh, he was created by Kevin Smith and Phil Dirt Hester. Tight. He was created by Kevin Smith and Phil Hester in March 2002 in Green Arrow number 12. Um, so what is he? He's a serial killer, like yeah. I mentioned before, um, who only kills non-powered superheroes. So superheroes that have no special abilities, he kills them. Um, and his first introduction is actually in a Green Arrow comic book, um, which is called The Sound of Violence. Uh, but he, it, his introduction is there's a character, I think, I want to say it's Captain Canuck, but I don't think that's right, who's fighting in Ohio. Funny as hell. He comes home one night, sees his wife and children slaughtered, and there's Onomatopoeia in the bathroom, and he just is broke down seeing his family dead, and Onomatopoeia shoots him in the head. And Onomatopoeia just has a black mask with a uh, con con constantly looping circle. Mm -hmm. and, but as he kills him, you hear bang, and he pulls the gun. Or, you know, as the blood drips on the ground, he goes drip, drip. He doesn't talk. Mm -hmm. He just makes the sounds of the noises that he's making. Um, so he's only, and he's actually only been in three comic books. Ever. Ever. Well, I don't know, technically four. Um, he did four like this. So I know my thumb's not working. <laughs> so he, he first appeared in the Green Arrow: Sound of Violence. Now, how is he a Batman villain? Because two of two of my personal favorite Batman stories, he was the villain. Uh, there's Batman Cacophony. Help me with that word. Uh, Cacophony. Cacophony. There you go. Um, in this one, he mortally wounds the Joker. Ooh. And he actually gives Batman a choice: not talking at all, mind you. He's silent the whole time. Leave Joker to die or kill him, and he opts to save the Joker. Um, and he's actually revealed in that comic book story to have a normal life. He has a wife and a daughter at home. Mm -hmm. um, and then the next one is Batman the Widening Jari. G-Y-R-E. I don't want to talk too much about this comic book because um, there's a twist in it that would blow you away if you read it. So I highly recommend you read it. Um, it's one of my favorite Batman stories, period, next to Hush. Mm -hmm. um, but it will ruin something for you if you Google it. So if you want to read a, a great Kevin Smith Batman story, read Batman the Binding Jiry. Um, but yeah, he's just, he's such a weird villain in that he makes no noise. He, he just is silent. He murders people. There's no explanation as to why he's murdering these non-powered superheroes. Mm -hmm. And the last time you see him, um, I believe, is in Final Crisis, when all the superheroes are fighting all the villains. You see him briefly in one of the, the many uh, mosaics of all the heroes battling. You see him in a corner fighting this obscure superhero called Odd Man. I was say, which is the last time you... Uh, I was just looking up this. The last time you've seen Tally Man was during the crisis. Oh, really? Yeah, he's seen... I'm, I swear to God, every time I want to go tell him you banana. That's all I want to do, too. Because as soon as he said it, I, I literally thought, it's just what's in a banana. It's daylight come, and we, we want to go home. It's, I believe it, it's me want to go home, isn't it? We wants to get the hell out of here. And, and I said, I will admit, it's a stupid Screw name. Screw the bananas. But the darkness of that character is what makes him fascinating. Mm. But yeah, so that's there's not a whole lot of background on Onomatopoeia. He's just, he kills people who aren't who are superheroes who aren't super like captain canuck yes i'm sure that's not the name it is something canada well, i just didn't know didn't we bring you a captain canuck that's why i don't think it's that i don't yeah. think i got the name right 
I didn't even but know it, it existed, and I brought it to him from yeah. Canada. I was like, oh, Chad. He goes, yeah, I know. Shut yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. So, James, what's your next one? Speaking, actually, of if Batman, the whining gyre, whatever, um, and Kevin Smith, my next character, last the last uh, appearance of him, I guess, was in that. Yeah, he's uh, actually, um, the comic book is right there with him on the cover. Cornelius Stark. Mm. who is Joe you might appreciate this the best way to tell him about somebody that has never read any of the stories with him take Scarecrow and mix in Hannibal Lecter oh okay so Stur- you had me at Scare he has and make him look like Quasimodo he mm. has telepathy sexy he has telepathy effectively he can convince people this that he lovely lady hump <laughs> Sturcalacious <laughs> um uh, no, he can. Sanctuary. So he uh, he convinces people that you know he takes on the appearance, or he makes people think that he looks friendly and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But then he and so he even convinces the doctor at Arkham. He gets sent to Arkham Asylum because he uh, tried to kill all his classmates or whatever. You know, good times. Um. But he has this compulsion that he believes that the only thing that keeps him alive is eating human hearts, but they have to be seasoned, as he puts it. With uh, norepiphron, 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 which is a chemical that is released when you're scared. Oh, um, like scarecrow. Yeah. So he's the one. Uh, he was in prison, like I said, at age sixteen after he tried to kill all his classmates. They he uses his abilities to convince the doctors that he's fine, uh, and then he comes out, and he's the one that I alluded to earlier. He teamed up with Joker, and they were going to go in the Nightfall storyline. Uh, and they were going to go after a Joker was like, we'll just go get Commissioner Gordon. You can try to scare him to death. But when Stark says, and then I'll eat his heart, Joker goes, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. We don't go that far. And Joker realized he was way worse than he was. And so Joker actually stops him from doing that. But Stark had already effectively administered enough to cause Jim Gordon to have complete and utter anxiety. And Batman had to make the choice between... Do I help Jim Gordon, or do I stop the Joker and Stirk? Mm-hmm. And he actually said he basically just drops Jim Gordon on the stoop of his house and tells his wife to take care of him and leaves him. Mm. Uh, so it's one of the darker moments for Batman, but he's more worried about what would Stirk do next with the Joker arguing with him. Um, so it's one of the darker storylines there. What but, would Stirk do? <laughs> but Cornelius Stirk um, is he eats human heart, human hearts, and he he will not eat your heart until he has scared you to where your heart is properly seasoned and he's just deranged none of that is true he just believes it to be true so he's one of the more deranged like i said he's a hannibal lector he's not stupid he's very capable plus he has a gift that lets him convince you that he's your friend until he needs to destroy your mental abilities do you know this one yes i do he's actually he's actually a pretty dark character like my introduction to him was in the nightfall where he's just like Stirring up a, a a pot of blood with hearts and is getting seasoning it ready to eat. You know, it's he's yeah, a he he's a very dark character, and I'm surprised he hasn't. Well, I can see why he's not used as much as the more popular ones. But yeah, he's too. He's, he's a one. Of, he's one of the more fascinating for for most movies. Yes. But he is. He's just because again, other than the telepathy and the ability to to scare people, convince people that he you know to manipulate people's perception of him, that's his only power. What makes him deranged is he's convinced he has to eat human hearts and he will die if he doesn't. So his argument is, I'm just trying to live. 
and if you stop me, you're trying to kill me, mm. and I will fight you. Mm. So he's very deranged and sick, but like I say he's very Hannibal Lecterish in some ways, uh, which makes him fascinating to me. Mm. Okay, so I'm we we've talked about some pretty fascinating Batman villains, yeah, and we're... yes, we have. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Um, the the one that we are, we, but I wanted to focus on because even though Batman has a large quantity of great villains. He also has a large quantity of truly stupid villains and that are just awful, which is why I thought about bringing up this one. Booster Gold. No, screw you. He's great. Polka <laughs> Dot Man. <laughs> Haley knows Polka Dot Man. <laughs> How do you know Polka Dot Man? Lego Batman movie. Lego Batman movie. That's actually... I've watched the Lego Batman movie. I don't remember that. Yeah, but that. you were high on the he, drugs. The first, the first five minutes in that, you can almost see in the entire Batman villains gallery if you look close enough. Well, see, but yeah, I don't... I wouldn't know yeah. who they were. So, so he's on the drugs. Let's start with the history of him. He he's first appeared in Detective Comics 300 uh, in February 1962. Uh, and he was created by Sheldon Moldoff. Moldoff. Oh, the Brady Bunch. Yes. Oh, by the way... I didn't, I didn't, uh, let's, I want to re, go back to the Riddler because I want to hear Joe chuckle. I just said that the Riddler, I just said Riddler was created by Bill Finger. Mm. He was not just created by Bill Finger. He was created by Bill Finger, ready, and yeah. Dick Spring. <laughs> Richard Jumpy. Yeah. So anyway, Polka William Dot Man. William and Richard Jumpy. Um, his introduction to the Batman universe was he went on a crime wave where his themes are spots and dots. He brought things that were that were spotted or dotted. <laughs> he got all this dick. Uh, what is his powers? You, you, Seems Joe asked. It's a spotted dick. Yeah. Joe. So Joe, you may. Phil Spillman's laughing right now. He doesn't watch our show. Oh no. <laughs> so Joe Lewis, you're going to ask, what are his powers? Hold on, Chad Jennings. Yes, Joe Lewis. Are you able to answer a question for me? I have a serious <laughs> conundrum. What is, is it? Can you tell me all of the powers of Pokey Dot Man? No, 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 screw you. Read it yourself. No. So uh, his it's not Pokey Dot. I know, but hey, everybody Polka Dot. I should have said. Can you tell me all the superpowers of Bizarro? <laughs> and then move on to Dark Side. <laughs> so his power is he wears a skin tight outfit from head to toe covered in polka dots. Hmm. And each of those dots, once removed from his outfit. Um, transform into a weapon or even an escape vehicle. That's right. He can pull a dot off his outfit and it turns into a helicopter. I can't even pull a... You can't even pull on an outfit? He can also pull... <laughs> you haven't been able to pull off an outfit since the 70s. <coughs> Not skin tight, no. But no That's his, a lot of skin. That's you know, some examples tight. is some of his dots would turn into fireballs. Some of his dots would turn into saw blades. Uh, what if you pick the wrong one? I know. <laughs> Some of his dots were teleportation devices. Um, where did he get them? Yeah, where did he get them? He created the outfit. He he actually created a he he created a belt that would make a belt really tied would, the outfit together. <laughs> that would make uh, certain items inert and turn them into dots, and he would put them on his outfit, and then he would just activate them through his belt. Now, there's actually other, there's several iterations of the Polka Dot Man. Man, before you get into that, can yes. I ask one legitimate question yeah. from an outside of your observer? Keep in mind, this is a terrible comic book villain. No, I, it, it is, but this is true for a lot of comic book villains. Would they not make so much more money if they went into private industry? Any of, the, any of this MFers could beat out Elon Musk any day of the oh. week. 
and be billionaires of look at my pokey dot outfit. I'm going to sell it now, and be bigger fairness, than Bruce. In Wayne. all fairness, and have all the monies and all the hoses. In all fairness, uh, polka dot and all man, the boatses, boatses and hoseses. Polka dot man was actually just called polka dot man by Batman. He really wanted to be the Dalmatian. Now that's a false story, but isn't that way better than what actually happened? I, Batman I asked versus you all a legitimate you know, question. No. At any moment, some of these people like they just could have went and did something else. So let's oh, talk yeah. about this. Let's yeah. talk about this because there's a great <coughs> story arc in Batman the Animated Series involving the Riddler in that very topic. The Riddler gets out of jail. He becomes a multi-millionaire of creating kids' toys, of games, of riddlers, yeah. of riddles. And what does he do? He is so psychotic about making crimes and leaving clues for Batman to solve that he goes out and commits crimes while he's while he's advertising for these toys, while he's making tons of cash. It's an obsession. And he, he's obsessed. He can't do it. And then finally, of course, Batman, Batman, uh, make um. Batman has the, a. Batman has, exposes him. Ooh, Batman booba. Um, for what he's doing with one of the, his own gadgets that he created. Ooh. So yeah, I mean that hoisted by, by his, his own, own batard. That is a great. That is a great episode. That it actually covers that very topic mm -hmm. of hey, you have these intellectual people who are doing these weird things, but could be used for great purposes and make tons of money. I always thought the same thing about Dark Side. He's a ruler of his own planet. Yeah, you know, how how much bigger can he get? Yeah, I don't know. How tall is he? I mean, <laughs> how big a boy is he? Well, he, he, he goes, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's no Thanos, but he gets. Well, by. one of his powers is he can go average height. Sure he can do go, this. <laughs> no, he can go really tall. He could become a giant. One of Dark Side powers. Anyway, so um, yeah, there are times where he actually. There are several different variations of the polka dot man. In one, he has no power. So they brought it back more than once. Oh God, he's been several times. I'm gonna go through them. Um, in one, he has no powers whatsoever. He just is a guy wearing a polka dot tights, carrying a baseball bat. Saw that he is so polka dot Negan. In this in this run, he is <laughs> so useless that what does he do? Harvey Bullock, which if you know anything about Batman's history, Harvey Bullock is a is a detective in the D, DC in the in the Gotham Police Force, and he's just this fat grumpy man he beats the crap out of him so bad that he puts him in traction and then polka dot man sues the gotham pd huh litigious society da -da. <laughs> batman does law and order he, um he has appeared in the brave and the bold numerous times and he can be seen in batman the lego movie however he never says a word Thank in God. either in either one of those variations um now here um this is one of the one of the 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 I can't talk this morning tonight. This morning, this is why I picked him because he's honestly he's in one of my uh, another one of my favorite DC comic book stories what? that not a lot of people hear about. It's called Run. I don't do that. Um, there was a series of, of short of short stories or short runs um, that DC put out after the, their big final crisis. Which one of their final crises? Yes, which the one, is one, one of their many. Down, down. Um, Countle down to down. And the story involved the Human Torch. Not that human torch. <laughs> There's, no, you. The the way Marvel and DC over the years have went back at each other, copywriting character names is phenomenal. The human torch is literally a guy in a in a, a white tights who can who has a flame who has a flamethrower, and his uh, he was one of the villains of the Martian Manhunter because the Martian Manhunter's version of Kryptonite is fire. 
So, so yeah, anyway. Hunter is Frankenstein. Joe, I'll say bread. Good. Good. Fire. Bad. You know, there's actually a great um, story um, in um, uh, where they redo the Justice League, and Batman introduces himself to the Martian Manhunter, and he goes, I have a special rock that I have that can kill the man who flies. All I would need with you is a book of matches. And he leaves. Great story. But anyway, um, so... False. So anyway, the Human Torch in the Final Crisis story arc, he kills the Martian Manhunter. So after the, the villains lose in Final Crisis, he goes on the run. Because all the superheroes are after him. Because in DC Universe, Martian Manhunter is basically one of the founding fathers of the Justice League. He's, right. he's one of their, their stronger people. Um, so what happens? He just goes on this madcap comedic run. He punches people out. Yeah, you could read Benny Hill too. Um, I mean, probably Benny Hill. But anyway, <laughs> in the story, he ran through the hall. He <laughs> ran down the wall. In the story, he meets up with a man called General Immortus, and what General Immortus enhances villains' powers and gadgets. So he does this to the Human Torch. And uh, he also does that to the Polka Dot Man. <laughs> and that does does it. Now, this is the last uh, appearance of the Polka Dot Man in any comic books that I'm aware of. Yeah. Um, he zaps underneath a pot uh, of, of a um, manhole cover, and the manhole cover crushes him. <laughs> mm. That's the end of the Polka Dot Man. Or is it? Do done. 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 So far, yes. I have not. I, I looked, and he has not been used, and that was over That's, ten years ago. That was one of my favorite. By the way, speaking of which, speaking of villains that die uh, <coughs> stupidly, one of my favorite throwaway gags from Shadowhawk, which has nothing to do with Batman. It was an Image comic, but there's a guy that uh, is a firebug. He has flame. He, he's a pyromaniac, basically, and he's in an accident. In the, the, his last appearance, and he gets set on fire himself, mm -hmm. and he walks to the edge of the building, and it, cause he's not dying, and he goes, "Wait, if this isn't killing me, I bet I can fly." And he jumps off the edge, he falls, and he kills him because <laughs> he can't fly. Being on fire does not make you fly, <laughs> and that's how they wrote out the character. All right, James, yeah. who do you got? Uh, how many more of these are we going to do? I've got one more after All this. Right. I'll do one more. I wanted to get on, but if we're going to do a separate one for female villains of Batman, I think... Do you want to get on a female good. villain? Um, have you met my wife? Ah! Um, she's an attorney. She's got friends in hell. Uh, Victor, is it Zaz? I believe it's called Zaz. Zaz. Victor Zaz. Or Zaz. Neil before <coughs> Zaz. Yeah. Um, so Victor Zaz, I don't know why... Two of my villains have math-based themes. Is yeah. my fear of calculus coming back to me? I don't know. <laughs> um, Victor Zaz was born into wealth. He's another parallel to Bruce Wayne. Born into wealth, has everything. His parents die. Instead of, you know, becoming Batman, he gambles all the money away. Yeah. And at the very end, the penguin, he makes his last bet, is actually with the penguin. And the penguin cheats him, tricks him, cheats him out of all of the money. He decides he's just going to go kill himself because he realizes there's nothing. He's a hollow man. There's nothing left to him. Mm -hmm. On his way to jump off of one of the bridges of Gotham, he's accosted by a homeless man who asks him for money. He goes, I don't have any money. Homeless man turns out just to be a <coughs> who's going to rob him, was just going to take his money as soon as he pulled out his wallet, pulls out his knife. In that moment, Zaz, in his own thinking, realizes that the man that's going to rob him is just as hollow as he is. And if he's going to kill himself, before he can kill himself, he needs to release this man from his suffering as well. So he fights the guy, takes the knife, 
knife and stabs him and kills the guy. Mm-hmm. But then he realizes as he looks around, all of these other people are hollow too, and he needs to release them. So he starts carving on himself and giving himself a tally mark for everybody that he releases. What is what with him and the tally whacker? <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it's I, I, my fear of math. Anyway, so after Penguin cheats him, he goes about doing this, and he views himself as he looks into your eyes, and if he sees that you're hollow, which everybody is hollow to him, that he's liberating you. That you're stuck in this whole <coughs> world and it's his God-sent duty to liberate you from life and to free you. So he kills you. And everybody that he frees, he carves one mark. And finally, uh, in one of the fights with Batman, Batman realizes after he catches him that he has over 143 different marks on him that he's carved into his skin. So he takes off his shirt and he's scarred up. Mm. Um, he goes mm. into Arkham Asylum. They send a tramp stamp joke here but keep going (laughs) (laughs) they send a nurse they send a psychiatrist around to evaluate him because they want to know is he like joker is he because he's got this (coughs) obsession with liberating people and and freeing them and she comes to the door and he's in the corner and says you know tell me about your life and he basically (coughs) says no I was born into wealth everything's fine I understand that most people think what I'm doing is wrong that's the way life Chad's on is. his phone. Just keep on going. Um, We're not taping or nothing. <laughs> and then... Uh, Haley texted me and reminded me that, that uh, the, uh, Kevin Smith directed the uh, episodes of The Flash and Green yeah. Arrow? Yep. Supergirl. Supergirl, thank you. Did you text um, me too? Anyway, finally what ends up happening is the uh, the psychiatrist, he finally says... You never answer your text messages, so don't start oh with me. Yes, I do. Sorry, James. They're important. The uh, the psychiatrist, he finally lures her closer to the door, and he stands up and he goes, do you want me to tell you the real secret of why I do this? And uh, she goes, yes, and he says, come closer, and she gets right up next to the door, and he walks over and just takes his two fingers and grabs her by the throat so she won't die quickly. And his exact words, I actually wrote it down, because uh, I have no dysfunctional family. Uh, no, or, I'm sorry, I have no dysfunctional family background. I suffered no abuse. I suffered no trauma. I kill for the one re- uh, for one reason and one reason only, Doctor. I choose to. It mm. is my right to. Well, you know, no. Haley just texted me and said hi. There you go. But you know, one thing, Judge, uh, he's actually appeared. Victor Zaz is actually am, appeared, under the shirt up topless. Um, he's actually appeared in two um, variations of Batman. He's in Gotham. He plays a really cool hitman in, in, in Gotham. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's bald, has no hair, anywhere. Um, no anywhere? Eyebrow, no eyebrows. I don't know. I'd, anywhere? But he's he's a really smart, elicky hitman. He's one of the better parts of Gotham. <coughs> um, but he's also but still in, not as dark as a comic. He's also in Batman Begins, what a lot of people don't realize. Um, when you get first introduced, when, when uh, it takes place after Batman's came back and uh, Katie Holmes' character's in the, in the court, in the yeah. courtroom, the, the person on trial is Victor Zaz, and you actually see him later on in the movie when all the prisoners escape, and the little kid's trapped who is actually uh, angry and hates from Game of Thrones. Yeah. What's his name? Joffrey. 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 Yeah. I always call him angry and hate. 
<laughs> I mean, I knew who you were talking yeah, about. But, uh, you paint a pretty picture. <laughs> when, pretty when, when, picture. Uh, when Angry Anne Hache is uh, uh, hallucinating off the, the scarecrow gas and the prisoners come up to him, that's Victor's Oz. Uh, that's the two times that he's appeared in Batman in terms of television and the cinematic universe. But uh, like I said, I find him a fascinating character because, again, it's... And it has nothing to do with but one of my favorite lines uh, from Nick Cage movie is 8mm where he finally catches the bad guy in 8mm and they were doing the fight and the villain 8mm says much the same thing. Yeah. Mommy never touched me. Daddy didn't hit me. I do these things because I like to do it. And I think that's much more darker sometimes than, oh, I do have abusive or tally man, I'm responding to the abuse that I dealt with my right. entire life. But just to have a villain that goes, no, I cut myself to remind myself how many people I killed because I enjoy that. Mm -hmm. That's a much darker story to me. Okay, so I guess we're going to end on me. And I know as soon as I say All name, about you. Joe, Joe's going to rip me apart for saying this one. No, it's no, such a, I'm such not going to rip you apart. So is the it villain we're dumber gonna... than the name of the hero we're talking about? I mean, let, let's say Yes, it actually name. is. could be dumber. So the villain I'm going to end on is Catman. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Batman beats him with a ball of yarn. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead, Joe. Why couldn't he be Scatman and have a cool voice? <laughs> I'm the Scatman! Or Scatman Carruthers. Oh, yeah, that's Everybody way better. Everybody wants to be a cat. Everybody. Everybody. You go Everybody you go the Aristocats. You don't go Jazz from the Transformers. No. Or Hong Kong Fooey, for God's sake. than a human eye. You go Aristocats. That's, guess which one I watch the most in my house. Why right didn't now, you go? The, why didn't you go the shining? Uh. <laughs> See, the shining. Do you want to get sued? Um, ask me no questions. So, Catman. Um, Scatman. Uh, he was created by Bill Finger and William Jim Falange. and Jim Mooney. Uh, he James' first... <laughs> son. M O O N. That's Mooney. He first appeared in Detective Comics in 1963, and you know that was the most important thing that happened that year. Nothing tragic or anything happened in 1963. No, especially Mooney. in November. Yeah, no. James in Mooney. Dallas. I'll uh, be coming in. No I'll be. I'll be coming gone. in November <laughs> when I come. I'll be gone in November. Sorry. Um, Sorry, Wycliffe. I'll be coming in November when I come. Um. So he started I'll be coming in November. So he started his career as a master. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to wake myself up. Uh, hey, do you have to? Yeah. yeah. I was up at 4 a.m. Keep going. Um, no, so... Uh, he just not off and let us finish? He started his career as a master thief. <laughs> You're not the first person to say that. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, but let I'm me the, nod off. But I'm the you first. go ahead and finish. <laughs> but I'm the first. Try not to lay on me too long. <laughs> I don't want to wake up dead from suffocation. So many dead bodies <laughs> in the backyard. Just done. Are you in yet? <laughs> we don't make it. Delete browser <laughs> history. <laughs> Just go ahead and get it done. <laughs> Are you banging me with angel hair pasta? <laughs> oh, Joe Lip Noodle Lewis. <laughs> I asked for this al dente. <laughs> And there's the name of the episode. I, I asked for, for it out, didn't I? Batman villains. Go ahead. So yeah, again, he started. <laughs> he started his career as a master thief. Uh, he was once a rich big game hunter who turned to a life of crime when his expensive habit uh, broke him. <coughs> so he's crazy. 
was it eating ca- those uh, Cadbury eggs or something? <laughs> yeah. They're so expensive. I wanted to say... Uh, Fabergé eggs. Yeah, Fabergé. Yeah. <laughs> but I, all I could think of was Cadbury eggs. Uh, why would you only be able to think about Cadbury eggs? So, what are his powers, people? Uh, he uh, is great in hand-to-hand combat. He's great with blades, and he's highly intelligent. Hand-to-hand combat? Combat. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, no, hand-to-hand comment. He goes into a restaurant, and he fills out those comment cards faster than anybody. He's the Bill him. Maher of the DC Universe. Actually, that's Jack Ryder. But anyway... It, you sure Jack it's not, Reacher. You sure it's not CC Rider? Nope. Jack so C. Oh, C. 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 Rider. Um, <laughs> Joe's gonna laugh at everything I say about this one, but no, anyway. no, I haven't laughed at anything you said. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for it, <laughs> Al Dente. Oh God. Um. So there's two reasons. Wake me up when you're dying. There's two reasons why I wanted to talk to him. I don't want to burn myself with a cigarette again. <laughs> one, he's one of the few villains who's actually uh, beat ba- uh, fought Batman to a standstill. Where they mm. actually fought, and they got to a point to where neither one could win, and they just gave up. Mm. He's like, suck his bang. Yeah. Also, too, here's the big one. In my opinion, um, in terms of current comic book history, he's probably one of the best anti-hero comic book characters there are in modern history. And I'll get into that. Um, but let's, we gotta talk about some of the back history of him. Um... Mostly, he's been a throwaway villain for obvious reasons. His name's Catman. I was saying now, but it, it, and just because I remember a storyline from the late eighties, <coughs> early nineties, where he teamed up with Catwoman, but Catwoman betrayed him. Exactly. Yeah. Be, because she supported Batman more than yes, Catman. Um, but yeah, he's like, been easy to defeat. And again, here's another Green Arrow connection because I, I put I put his name down automatically, and I was like, holy crap, there's a Green Arrow connection. Um, in 2003, he appeared in a Brad Meltzer version, which, by the way, Brad Meltzer is another great comic book writer who um, also writes novels. You go out there, kids, and you watch all that Brad Meltzer. Yeah. Uh, and say, his orchestra. Did you say Brad? Brad Meltzer and his orchestra. But, and uh, his orchestra. <laughs> but in this run, he's, uh, he's an overweight slob in hiding. Uh-huh. Um, Green Arrow easily beats him down, and uh, he's actually captured and implied that he was eaten alive by one of the many... Gorilla villains in comic book history, and there is a ton of gorilla villains. Why? That's what everybody th- wants a gorilla. I mean, there wasn't there was a time where there wasn't a haunted house picture without a gorilla. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, you could talk about like there's Gorilla Grodd, as James mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. There's the one I'm not going to mention this one until I say his name. Um, there's Ultra Humanite. There's oh man, there's more. There's so many. Dolmite, but, but Vegemite, Titano. <laughs> That's the Superman gorilla, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I mean, and if you go back to it, I mean, there's Planet of the Apes, and there's in Star Trek you had the Mugato, the white ape type the creature. It's but the Mr. Mugato. But the uh, gorilla villain that supposedly ate Catman alive. Yeah. Mansoor Mala. That means Mr. Mala. Yeah, Yeah. Mr. Mala. (laughs) That means Mr. Mala. You know what El Nino means in English? It means the Nino. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Mala but he later appeared in a great comic book uh, that I highly recommend uh, if you're Why reading comic books Mr. Mansoor that'd be funnier I don't know because Mr. Mr. Mister would have sued Mansoor Mala is actually a, it's one of the I believe he's a Teen Titan villain of all yeah. um, but he he paired up with uh, the brain which by the way is it literally a brain in a robot shell mm, that that's say, it who's also in Teen Titans, Titans. well they're, they're a duo and Basically, Monster Mala is in love with the brain, and 
Which we all know is fiction because as a brain, I'm unloved. <laughs> well, I'll know it's fiction because you're really only attractive by your looks. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe was so shallow, sometimes it almost seems like depth. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, really. uh, Catman later appeared in The Secret Six, which is a great comic book that I highly recommend you go read, written by one of the best... Fe- uh, not, not only is she one of the best she? comic book writers... It's a female. Oh, <gasps> um, one in the room. In turn, and in my opinion, I love Kevin Smith, but I actually think Gail Simone should be. She is a machine. I'll be honest. And, all joking. And every single comic book machine. she writes is fast. You you get Gail Simone. Gail so they Simone. need it. And also, in sincerity, we are doing this in, in March during women's. What's it called again? Just say, read Gail Simone. Find we go read Gail Simone, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, I was trying to play it up, but no matter what I do, I come off as a D-bag. That's and you're right, surprised by this? No. Okay. Uh, but his appearance changed after the incident with Mansur Mala. Um, he's become attached to a pride of lions. He lives out in the in the African jungle. Um, and he's now in shape. Um, he's one of the few people to turn down Lex Luthor. Um, when he... But he's uh, so handsome. Because at the beginning of the story arc that ties into the the greater scheme of DC Comics, uh, Lex Luthor is bringing all the villains together to form this secret society of supervillains. And Catman is... No, it's the secret society of supervillains. It's not the Legion of Doom. This is different. So, but it's called the secret society of supervillains? Yes. Why do they call it... That's my only... The SSSV... That's, 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 <laughs> my, that's my actual only problem sometimes. And, and don't get me wrong, Marvel does a lot of doofy stuff. Doofy. Uh, doofy. Doofy, doofy, doofy stuff. Doofy, doofy, But sometimes my problem with DC is, I think Marvel sometimes, like, Marvel villains think they're heroes more. And yeah. the fact that DC villains are like, no, we're villains. Yeah, no, we're straight. We, we don't give a crap. Yeah. We're, we're evil. And that's how I'm like, no, wouldn't it be like secret society for... Superhuman? Yes. Why do we have to just like? Wouldn't there be one guy? I don't know, Quilt Man or something. No, Quilt Man's not actually not a villain. But wouldn't there be somebody going, "Eh, hold on a second, guys. I'm no. a little chill in here. Where's my shawl, Quilt Man?" <laughs> so, anyway, because he turns down Crazy Quilt. I'm sorry, I said Quilt Man. Because he turns down Lex Luthor, the villains kill his light pride of lions and leaves him alone. Yeah. So Poor he, kitties. He goes and joins up with the Secret Six, which is this group of lesser-known super super villains, who um, and they were going to make a movie, right? A year or two ago. That's the Sinister Six. That's the Sinister Spider-Man Six. Man. That's oh. Spider-Man. The adults are talking. Good Joe. lord. Uh, anyway, so I love Chewbacca when he's on the Enterprise. <laughs> and this is it's a, he's a he's an anti-hero. The, the Gail Simone run of the Secret Six. Basically, these are really bad people. Who are doing bad things are basically villains for hire. We'll go and kill whoever you want. Just pay us. We'll do it. So kind of not the same as Suicide Squad because they're trying to work off they're trying time. To, yeah, no. These guys literally are just getting paid to do bad things. Um, but they have a slight, like, cat. So it's like our job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that corner again. But no, so Catman, uh, and Catman's the leader of the group. He, um, you know, one of the best story arcs in The Secret Six and it, I'm not doing it justice by describing it, I don't think. But essentially, the Secret Six get a hold of an item that turns out it is a literal get-out-of-hell-free card. Yes. That was given, that was brought into, uh, you know, modern humanization by, not the devil, but Necros. Yeah, yeah, which is... Yeah. Um, and what it does is, at the time of your death, 
you give them that card, you get brought back to life with a clean slate. Mm. So you have these six villains who have done terrible, terrible things who now have this item to watch themselves free and all hell proceeds to break loose between them. Uh, one of his uh, friends in the show is Deadshot, which is Will Smith and Suicide Squad, mm -hmm. not done correctly. <laughs> anyway, and Deadshot runs him over with a car. So it's a, Catman is a, and there's actually another story arc where Catman is fighting Batman. And he, they're beating each other to a pulp. And the whole time Catman's doing this is he's doing this to let the Suicide Squad go and rob something. Suicide Squad or the Sinister Six? The Secret Six. The Secret Six, sorry. He's got me saying it now. What they wrote, Sissa says. Yeah, yeah, Sissa says. So, yeah, so that's my that's my Catman. And on that, Bob Shell. No, I was about to say, but going back to this and kind of wrapping this up, Batman villains are, like I said, the back and forth between Spider-Man and Batman, as that comparison of Rogue Gallery said, the difference is, do you want to know more about them or do you want them to be more mysterious and and batman works better i mean batman started in detective comics the yes. more obscure the more random the more dark he can play around with that more and spider-man is more of science gone wrong or something the unknown but uh you know talking about some of these we did talk about some polka dot man and there are some other ones oh god yeah. um there's been four thousand iterations of Clayface, and then they made the clay family and there's yeah. lady clay face and i mean we didn't he, even get into kite we didn't even get to Kite Man. Or, you know. I thought you said something else. No, no I would Pud not face. say that. What now? Pud Puller? <laughs> I'd have to check. But by Pud the way, Parker. if that was made by Mr. Finger, we were done. Mr. Um, Finger had the Pud Puller <laughs> um, in the library. But you know, the other thing the that's really stick. fascinating about Batman villains is if you if you actually dissect the history of them, the villains that have caught the attention of the pop culture side of things. I mean, the Joker is based on the silent yep. film, The Laughing Man. Yep. Um, but they're, they're they're odd characters. And, and people with Batman tend to want more odd characters because none of the ones we talk about would be normal. But if you think about it, the Penguin's not a normal character. Nope. None of the characters are normal, but the ones that seem to be more popular are not the ones that... You couldn't have a Punisher-type villain fight Batman. Nobody would care. Batman needs weird. He needs dark, weird. So, are we going to do another episode where we do Batman's female villain? Well, yes, I, because we know you need your naps. But I think the Batman... I really have been up since 4 a.m. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's not that you all aren't fascinating. You're clearly not. But that's not the reason why Here I'm falling asleep. Here is actually why we probably do need to do a Batman female villain one. There's three reasons. A, we've had requests for one on Harley Quinn. Uh, B, Batman was one of the first major characters to have female villains. Yeah. That was not... You didn't see Superman having too many female villains until the 80s. Really. No. Batman had female villains Then Margot early. Kidder just went crazy. <laughs> and then uh, and then C... Too obscure. Um, no. You too know, I said, it's been requested. Uh, there's a lot of Batman female villains. And also, Batman is one of the few characters that has had romantic story arcs with villains. I mean, you have the on again, off again with Catwoman. Well, he's marrying Catwoman currently. Yeah. <gasps> what? Yeah. That's the big story arc in the DC what? universe. Does Catman know? <laughs> is that like is this now? Catman is so over Catwoman. Does he have a brother? Is Catman going to be his brother-in-law now? Is it going to be that right? Oh, he's all. He's all. He's all over Hamster Girl now. <laughs> that's Squirrel Girl, and that's Marvel. 
hamster girl. Yeah. Said she was a hamster girl. <laughs> she gets easily defeated if you put her in a ball, but I you got to lure her in there with a freeze For a brief strawberry. moment, I really wanted to see if Joe would actually take the bite and think hamster girl was a real person. No, but squirrel car. girl is. I know really. squirrel girl is, and it's stupid. Squirrel girl took down... I know she took down Juggernaut and the Incredible Hulk. And uh, Thanos and Doctor Doom. Yeah, with, with Doctor Doom. With squirrels. Eat, eat that. Not all just normal squirrels. That's nuttier than squirrel shit. With squirrels. And on that note... Haley's getting irritated, so it's time to go. All right, so thank you so much. This is one of our... I'm sorry I didn't mean to look so sleepy. I've been up since 4 a.m. I apologize Also, he was bored with the topic, and he hates comic books, so send your hate mail to Joe.Lewis. I just didn't get into them as much as you all do. You know more about it than I do. Now you know more about quantum physics than I do. Now you know how I felt during parts 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, and 7 of Stephen King. And for our next episode, episode episode 6 of Stephen King. (laughs) Episode 5, I I finally watched Gerald's Game. We're good. We're going to do a three-parter on Gerald's Game. I watched the Asylum (laughs) version, Geraldo's Game. Connie Mm -hmm. Chung holds up very well. Geraldo's Match. (laughs) As they hunt for Al Capone's malt. (laughs) Or all those match anyway. Shocker, it doesn't end well. Episode next episode will be three parter. <laughs> <laughs> next episode will be an episode about things. We'll see oh, you then. Oh my god. God, we got, we're sorry. Oh, keep tuning in. We've got more guests lined up. Some of them are gonna be pretty big and we we're do? kind of excited about it. We'll just pretend. And, su- and subscribe <laughs> to YouTube. Over so here at the channel. bottom. Yes, it's right there. That over there somewhere there's a subscription button. Right about here? Hit the It's basket. not here. Yeah, no, we should. If we be. saw you at Comic Con, thank you so much. This is the first one we've taped after Comic Con. This will be a little while before we get to it, but thank you so much for coming out and seeing us and subscribing. We picked up about a few subscribers after Comic Con, which was nice. We need, we need more though. If we get to hundred, we get our own channel, people, and then we'll stop talking about it. Except, no, except, we won't. Except, we will never no, no. stop talking. We'll about stop it. talking about it in that I will no longer say, "Hey, it'll get us a channel." Then we'll start talking about how we need a thousand. A thousand. But also, don't forget to uh, subscribe on iTunes. iTunes and SoundCloud, and anywhere else you find us. Even if we don't know we're there, if you find us on some uh, Russian pornography site, I don't know. Subscribe there. That's fine. That's well, cool. I don't. Where are we, what is Russian pornography? I don't know. Svetlana's Yakfield adventure. I don't know, Joe. I don't watch that stuff, you pervert. It's a Yak. lot of spies like us cosplay. It's <laughs> <laughs> moose and squirrel. Bye, everybody. She's really hot with those antlers. <laughs> this has been Bonehead. We're out. They're pooting on the Ritz. <laughs> We're pooping on the antlers. Uh, We're going to get bombed. The top ten rogues gallery of villains. I thought we'd start with that before we go directly into Batman. Because you might have some comments on some of them. Well, I already know what I'm going to say, and then I'm going to shut up and let you guys go, and then just be an asshole. It's pretty much every other show. So, yeah, so business as usual. Trying to bit, 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 hey. Business. Business good. <laughs>